When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Everybody and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host live out here in Las Vegas, your other host live on the East Coast, Josh Applebaum. Josh, how are you today? Pritch, I'm doing great. And uh, if you didn't know, today's the last day in June, Pritch. So let's go out with a bang <laughs> here, getting into Fourth of July weekend coming up. So excited to be with you. A couple of great guests today, the great EJ Raddick talking hockey with EJ. We'll talk about the big game tonight. I got a system here on the total that I'm interested to talk to you about here, Pritch. Okay. I also talked to Scott Hastings, a lot of NBA, another big game tonight, huge baseball day, Pritch, another one, uh, another big slate. And of course, I think one teachable moment from yesterday, Pritch, and it's kind of funny how betting, you know, some things happen and they happen again and you kind of mention them and it's kind of uh, good timing here. But uh, we joked about it before, but when I'm, I'm of the opinion, when you make a bet, uh, you dance with the one who brung you. And that mm-hmm. was really kind of the takeaway from last night with uh, with the Atlanta Hawks game. Because remember, we talked about how uh, you had that movement with Trey Young. Line got up to seven. It opened at six. We had a lot of buyback on the seven. But then when Trey Young was announced out, line shot up all the way to nine. So a lot of times, you know, betters will say, oh, I'll double down and grab the points again with the Hawks. Or I'll bet it the other way and, and try to minimize my losses. But we mentioned this before. It happened the, the previous day as well. Remember when Zubats went out? Right. That line to the Clippers moved up, and the Clippers still uh, covered and won that bet, so it didn't really matter. But my whole point here, Pritch, is 
you know, if even with uh, you couldn't have predicted the Giannis injury and we're mm -hmm. seeing huge movement here in the futures market, which we'll get to with Giannis uh, hyperextending his knee. But this is, to me, a teachable moment in betting in general. If I make a bet, Pritch, I want to beat the closing line. But if the line goes way against me, I'm just going to dance with the one who brung me. I'm going to stick to my original bet. I don't want to compound it and double up on the Hawks and maybe turn one possible loss into two. I think if you st if you stayed with your Hawks bet or if you even got him at a plus nine inflated number late, you felt good about that. And to me, it's a teachable moment of sticking with your original bet and not trying to turn two losses into one and hope you get lucky. And that's what happened with Hawks backers last night. All right. Great advice right there. As we start the program, uh, you mentioned Scott Hastings, uh, former bad boy, won a championship with the Pistons uh, 89 and 90. So we'll get his perspective on these developments with all the injuries. So let's start with Giannis. No official word yet. Uh, there are reports out there, but you know, they're not confirmed right and so you're going to get the MRI uh, you mentioned the championship odds uh, before the Giannis injury the Bucks were the favorite minus 115 uh, now the Suns um, are the favorite minus 130 they got to take care of business the Bucks though sitting at plus 325 as well I mean as a better Josh you want to look in and, and and you know look for any update we can on Giannis's injury but uh, I, you know, how do you approach this now just with the championship? I mean, uh, these odds just com completely shifted here uh, with any type of injury to Giannis right now. Yeah, and obviously, you know, when we look back on this, they're going to have to make a 30 for 30, all these injuries here in the <laughs> NBA playoffs. And uh, maybe LeBron uh, had something, you know, when he mentioned how in the bubble and the quick turnaround, right. injuries have been happening. Seemed kind of a convenient response, but maybe there's something to it, Pritch, because I don't remember a playoffs where you're seeing all these star players get hurt throughout. But obviously, the biggest change here is in the futures market. With Giannis, uh, kind of like Kawhi, we don't know if, if he can come back, when mm -hmm. he'll come back. We're going to have to wait and see right now. Uh, and right now, the biggest beneficiary was the Phoenix Suns here, Pritch. We talked on yesterday's show, maybe getting the plus uh, 150 on the Suns was the time to jump on them. We mentioned that yesterday, but now they're down to minus 130. So you're seeing the Suns for the first time, really the prohibitive favorite here to cut down the nets, win the NBA title. Milwaukee, obviously, this is tough news if you're a Bucks fan, going from minus 115 favorite to now plus 325. But then also, Pritch, the biggest mover here is the Atlanta Hawks. Right. The Hawks were 40 to 1 plus 4,000 going into last night. They're now all the way down to plus 550. So that is a massive, massive uh, increase there. And uh, I'll admit, I didn't really see, uh, un unless you predicted Giannis getting hurt, uh, you know, I thought that could have been a short series, especially with Trey Young being in, being injured. But that just tells you, if you dabbled on a 40 to 1, you are feeling really good today. They may not win the series, but just in terms of value, look at the jump that the Hawks have made all the way down to plus uh, 550 here. And then the Clippers too, mm -hmm. they benefited a bit, Pierre Pritch. They got a big win. Uh, obviously, you know, recently here and coming back tonight, they got to stave off elimination once again, but going from plus 850 to plus 650. So this just goes to show you, Giannis, how important he is not only to each game line, and we'll talk about the next game coming up here, Pritch. You've already seen it fall with Giannis likely being out and also with the futures market, massive changes here today. Yeah, absolutely. Which team's backups are, are the best? Uh, can, can we cap uh, benches here or role players? Uh, certainly because Trey Young's banged up too, but a uh, massive move from uh, 40 to 1 to plus four, uh, 550 right there uh, for the Hawks. Uh, interesting uh, developments there with this injury. It's betting across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host live from Las Vegas. Your other host, Josh Applebaum, live from Boston. He's out on the East Coast out there. Uh, so let's get to game six. Uh, let's get to game six. Uh, Suns and the Clippers uh, because uh, it's a pick them. A line freeze, I think, right now, Josh. And uh, the market insight is going to be valuable here. I mean, uh, I haven't made a bet yet on this game. Uh, where are you going and what do you make of this line freeze right now? 
Yeah, Pritch, so number one, you haven't made a bet yet. I think you're in a good position. One thing I'd recommend to a lot of bettors today is, and we mentioned this on yesterday's show, anytime there's a pick em type number, number one, I like to wait it out. You know, someone told me this a long time ago, I mentioned before, Pritch, you bet favorites early, you bet dogs late. It's not always the case that that, 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 that will always work out for you. But a lot of times when you're in this position, like number one, uh, I want to see where late movement breaks. It's been a, a pick em pretty much the whole time. You know, I've seen some books open Suns minus one. I saw a couple open Clippers minus one for all intents and purposes. It's a pick em type game. Uh, but what I like to do is wait late because anytime it's a pick em, there's really no reason to bet it right now, Pritch, because what if you bet a pick em now and the team goes to, you know, plus one or mm -hmm. maybe it goes to minus one and you beat the closing line. But uh, it's not like it's on a key number, a three in football where it might go to the hook three and a half or down to two and a half. Really, th this is kind of a situation where I want to wait it out late. This is the only game in town tonight in the NBA. It's going to be extremely heavily bet. Let's see what happens with late movement because we always know late movement is so important because that's when limits are raised. That's when big bets come in. So just automatically, I want to see where this thing goes. Uh, also, Zubats is questionable, Pritch. We saw last game when he was out, the line moved a bit. So what if he's in? You know, you could walk the tightrope uh, and maybe you bet Clippers pick him now and, and, and Zubats is in. Maybe it goes to minus one, that sort of thing. Now, Pritch, I'm leaning Clippers right now. Okay. And to me, this is kind of a classic contrarian play, but I see a little bit of, if you look deeper into it, there looks to be a little liability on the Clippers because our friends at BetMGM, they sent us the data. About two-thirds of bets, about 60, uh, 66, 65% of bets are on the Suns here. Suns are a great team. Mm -hmm. They're coming off that loss. They got to bounce back and win. I think that's the thought process. So just from a only game in town, extremely heavily bet, primetime 9 o'clock game, Pritch, you and I are going to walk into a bar tonight and everyone's got a Booker jersey or a Chris Paul jersey. So automatically, I like Clippers in that spot anyway. But the kind of the sharp indicator here is anytime this line gets to minus one Suns, it always juices up the Clippers side, plus one to like minus 115-ish. So the fact that the Clip the Suns are such a popular play, but yet none of these numbers will go to one and a half, that tells me that, you know, oddsmakers don't want to give out a better number to Clippers backers coming the other way. So this would be also Clippers, uh, Pritch, They've been, you know, playing these elimination games for a while here. They, they versus, have. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that's something you put in your back pocket. Like, they, they've they been uh, forced for elimination in the previous game. Like, mm -hmm. you also see things build up. If your Suns, you're up, you know, 3-1 in the series, you lose one, you lose again. You're like, it, really, the pressure is mounting on the Suns where the Clippers have been used to playing these do-or-die games here. So, I, I'm leaning Clippers. I'm going to see how this, this plays out. Maybe I'll go money line. If I can get a plus one, maybe I'll go Clippers sooner rather than later. Uh, but then also, Pritch, Keep an eye on the total. It's around 215. Some books have fallen to 214 and a half. We have seen in these later series games, you know, the the kind of the holy grail is game seven unders, but game six unders also can be uh, tend to be a smart bet just because you, you really, you know, lock down on defense, the importance of these elimination type games. You saw that line really fall last time and it went over, right. which Michael Lombardi had a really good buy low over opportunity. Uh, but I think you're going to maybe get back into that lower scoring type situation. I'd lean game six under trend in this one. Yeah, I was going to ask you about if are there any indicators here with the pick'em situation and maybe the total might be an indicator at all. I mean, but it, it opened at uh, uh, 215 as a total, uh, 214 and a half out here in Vegas right now. Yeah, so Pritch, just automatically it did fall a little bit. And again, public bias toward bet, wanting mm -hmm. to bet an over. You want to sit down with your buddies or go out to uh, with your friends. You know, you want to sweat an over. It's more fun to root for points. Right. Yet this thing has fallen. So that's just kind of a classic a little bit of wise guy action there, sharp action to the under. You can still find a 214 and a half. You know, they're, they're available. Maybe you can find a 215 uh, at kind of a low-hanging fruit book there. But, uh, Pritch, again, these game six, seven unders. Also, if you look at Eastern Conference Finals when the total is 
215 or higher. The under's done very well, about 62% mm-hmm. in the last decade. Uh, so I'll be looking at maybe a lower scoring game in this one. Uh, and, and Pritch, you know, I, I walk into a bar. Everyone's got a Suns jersey. I'm going clips tonight. I know you are, Mr. Contrarian, contrarian right there. Um, Josh Applebaum, let's get to the uh, playoffs uh, and hockey. Uh, game two, and excited about our next guest, EJ Raddick, uh, senior reporter from NHL Network. EJ, how are you? I'm good, guys. How are you doing today? Doing great. Uh, thanks so much for your time. Uh, we got game two here, Montreal and Tampa. Um, uh, you know, obviously Tampa's going to be a heavy favorite uh, in this game right now, but the way that they played in game one. Uh, my question to you, EJ, right now is, you know, with the Canadians so focused on just trying to slow down or, or stop the firepower for Tampa, I mean, how are they going to manufacture or get more shots on goal or on net uh, to be able to score and, and maybe win this game? Well, it's going to be tricky because the Montreal Canadiens have been a team that has really been a counterpunching group that scored off the rush. And they did a lot of that against the Vegas Golden Knights. I believe they scored nine of their goals in that series, less than five seconds of offensive zone time, which means turnover in the neutral zone, quick play, a Cole Caulfield or Paul Byron comes in, snipes one, and you have a goal. Against the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, you know, even when they turn it over in the neutral zone, they do a good job of, with their speed and with their group of defensemen of getting back and creating at least pressure on the shooter and making it a little bit more difficult to get that clean look. So uh, the Montreal Canadiens, I think, uh, you know, the path to victory for the Canadians, I think, is slim. It's simply get a lead in the game, control the tempo, be clean out of your own end, get it to neutral zone, get it in the zone, make the Tampa Bay Lightning defend as best you can. But dictate the tempo with the game, as you guys, you know, know with you know in hockey, you score the first goal. Typically, you win 65% of the time. In the playoffs, it goes to about 70, and then historically, it's about 75% in the post in, in the Stanley Cup final in particular. So, uh, you know, that's really the, the path for me for tonight for Montreal is to try to get the first goal and to clean up their game a little bit. Too many mistakes and. It will be hard to score off transition if you're losing in the game. That's what makes it difficult. EJ, this is Josh Applebaum. It's great to meet you for the first time. Been a big fan of your work. I'm a hey, big Josh. NHL guy, so I'm a, I'm a, bro- okay. a Boston Bruins fan. So don't hold it against me. But uh, I, I want to ask listen, you. It's been a good franchise for many years now, so no problem. <laughs> it has, it has. I'm still waiting for another cup run though. 2011. We're getting long in the yeah. tooth here, but. Uh, EJ, I wanted to ask you uh, about the line tonight. You know, we have seen historically, I'm a guy who looks at a lot of historical betting systems, home favorites Uh in the Stanley Cup finals do very well. Last decade, they're uh, around 65%. But one injury that I noticed, and I want to get your take on, is Alex Kalorn. He's going to be out for this game. He blocked that shot. He's a really important piece to the team uh, for Tampa Bay. Obviously, you know, they have a lot of firepower, a lot of depth to maybe overcome that. Uh, But how much stock do you put into Kalorn being out an assistant captain, a guy who plays on a top line, uh, really supplementary, great scorer there for that team. Is that something that you're saying, wow, this uh, gives an opening there to the Canadiens, or is it, hey, Tampa's so deep, maybe Kalorn, they'll be okay without him? Well, I mean, Tampa is deep, and maybe they will be okay without him, but this is the thing. He's the fourth leading scorer on their team this year in the postseason. He's a heavy player, and by that, I mean, he's not afraid to get into the battle and work the Montreal, big, strong Montreal defense, those four guys that they really lean on in a game. So he's one of those guys that can come in and physically chip away at those guys and force turnovers and get under their skin and get them worn down as the course of the 60 minutes goes. So, 
And he's also on the power play. He's a net front presence. So that's another factor, a place where he plays and helps you. Um, and he's been, as I say, he's been really good throughout this postseason. So I, I don't want to undersell it. I mean, Alex Klorn is a good player. I think uh, I think what will happen is it seems like Matthew Joseph is going to go in the game. I think, uh, you know, Matthew Joseph has been in and out of the lineup during the regular season. He's got some good speed, but he's not as experienced or as physical as Kalorn, and uh, I don't think he'll slide into that spot. I expect John Cooper to leave his first and his third lines alone in terms of leaving those, those guys intact. He might slide Tyler Johnson up from the fourth line into that Kalorn spot, puts Matthew Joseph in that fourth line spot. But all with that said, the way John Cooper will manage the game, I think it'll be very situational. And so the first line, the third line, you'll see those guys on a regular basis. I think that second line, in that spot of Klorn, you might see Tyler Johnson. You might see someone else in there from time to time. I think Coop will read the situation in the game and act accordingly. But it helps the uh, the Montreal Canadiens to have one less thing to worry about. And for the Canadians, they get UL Armia back in the lineup, who is uh, a really helpful piece for them. We're speaking with EJ Raddick, a senior reporter, NHL Network. Uh, EJ, uh, for people that might want to back uh, Montreal here as a dog uh, facing um, this incredible team out there in Tampa, um, can you help describe the spirit? I mean, Price, uh, he faced 27 shots, stopped 22. Um, okay, what is what is the Canadians, what are they made of uh, in terms of their spirit uh, and the ability to even out this series? Well, they lost game one in Vegas, and it was kind of a big, crazy crowd, and Vegas was a heavy, heavy favorite, as you guys well know. And uh, they went in there in game two, and uh, they got Jeffrey Petrie back in that game. I think you believe he had missed two games to that point, and they played kind of more of their game, and they won. And they started to, to change the, the narrative in the series. And so they hit Yoel Armia back in tonight. Their lineup is back intact towards Ben. Uh, they've got a taste of what the Tampa Bay Lightning are all about now and the speed and the tenacity in which they play with. And, uh, you know, this is kind of a stake-in-the-ground kind of game for the Canadians. I don't think you want to go back to Montreal, even the, the home soil there at the Bell Center, and, and be down two games to none. So uh, they've shown us in this postseason, they were down 3-1 to Toronto. Nobody gave them much of a chance, came back and won. I think it's a much better team now than it was at that point early in the postseason. They have to take some, uh, I think, some positive energy from the fact that they rebounded in Vegas, which is a tough environment to play. And I suspect they'll be ready to go tonight. The problem will be Tampa Bay Lightning can beat you in a lot of different ways. There's not, there, there's not a lot of paths to victory against them. You've got to be clean. You can't make mistakes. Your goaltender has to be good. And you really want to try to play with the lead as best you can. EJ, I wanted to get your take on the over-under for tonight. So, you know, the money line, just who's going to win the game, that's always the most popular bet. But a lot of wise yeah. guys target a lot of unders when it comes to the Stanley Cup Finals. If you look at the last decade, the unders in the Stanley Cup Finals, 33-21, and 21, 61%. Both of these teams have been under teams in the playoffs. Tampa Bay 10-7-2, Montreal 9-5-4. And, and I think, EJ, you know, we're not used to the Canadians giving up five goals in a game. They usually give up, you no. know, two, three at the most, maybe yep. one. You know, Carey Price, uh, I don't know if you can fault him on all those goals, but with no Kalorn and really another game or another couple days to maybe look at the film and, and buckle down on defense, do you expect a lower scoring game tonight? Because I want to bet the under five, and I, I want to get your take before I do. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, you have to think, I mean, common sense tells us that Montreal is going to try to tighten it up, right? And that the game will be more close to the best just because that's the nature of things when you give up five. You saw the Islanders gave up eight. 
right, in game number five in the last series, and the next game I think was three to two, two to one, somewhere along those lines. I think the honors had to rally in that game, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, so you think it's going to be lower. Now you said the number is at five. Uh, the only the thing I will tell you is, you know, because Carey Price, he comes in, he's been great. He hasn't allowed more than two goals in consecutive games in the postseason going back to the first round. But for whatever reason, and this is just a historical thing, and it's different teams, different players in front of you, but the Tampa Bay Lightning, them and the Montreal Canadiens are in the same division. They play often. And uh, Tampa's beaten Carey Price five in a row, and they've put up goals again. So this is a completely different circumstance, obviously, uh, in game two of the Stanley Cup final. But, uh, you know, that'll be, you know, that'll be one thing I, I, I keep in the back of my mind. But uh, I would say generally, and based on the numbers that you have there and you're talking about, my feeling is that I, I would suspect that uh, it will be a lower scoring game tonight based on, you know, the history of, of my history of just watching these games over years and how teams respond after they they give up uh, a handful in a game before that. EJ, there's so many different ways to bet uh, this game two situation, Montreal and Tampa Bay. Uh, looking yep. at goal score props, um, I mean, Kucherov has been on fire uh, on the ice, which is incredible, but you, we can bet on point uh, in terms of first uh, goal score, anytime goal score. Goal score. So uh, when you think about how Kucherov is playing, how point can uh, uh, kill you as well. I mean, who would you go with in terms of uh, maybe first or anytime school gore for the uh, Tampa Bay? Well, I mean, Braden Point has been, uh, he had that run of nine consecutive games, right, where he had mm-hmm. a goal. So if you, ran, if you were on that run, you did well. Now the question is, do you feel like you can go back to the well uh, or, or do you want to, you know, go in a different direction? Obviously, Kucherov had a, had a good game in game number one. He's usually a pretty reliable pick, although most of his points this year have been assists on goals. Point has been more the goal guy. So, I, I, I mean, Braden Point just needs to find ways to score goals in big games. So, for me, you know, if I had to choose between the two, as much as I love Kucherov, if I'm looking for somebody who's going to score in the game, it's probably going to be Point. EJ, one last question for you, and I'm going to make a selfish uh, question for you. I want to ask my boss. All right. Bruins. What are you hearing about my <laughs> okay. Bruins? Are they going to bring back Tuca, Krejci, Taylor Hall? Are they going to make a move, free agency, trade? Just any any bees news you got for me? Well, I mean, a lot of it will be cap-related. I think Tuca Rask, uh, he's having that surgery. I assume that he'll come back. Uh, he doesn't have to be part. He won't be part of the mix probably till at least January or February based on the timeline of that surgery that he's going to have. So there's no urgency there. Um, with free agents, I think because of the expansion draft, you probably hold off on re-signing guys, even if you have a deal in place until afterwards, you don't have to worry about a protected list. So that may stretch out until after that Seattle expansion draft, which is coming up later in July. Um, I think they probably would like to keep David Krejci probably on a two-year deal. At, at most, he's been pretty well compensated there in Boston, as I'm sure you know. Um, like we saw with Joe Pavelski a couple of years ago, you hit the market, somebody wants to give you a third year, maybe David Krejci opts for the money and goes for a third year, but I think he fits really good in Boston, and two-year deal would make sense. Rask, I think, is staying. Taylor Hall, I think, depends on what happens with Krejci. Outstanding. E.J. Raddick, senior reporter, NHL Network. Uh, that was awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy Thank the you, game. Thank All right, guys, anytime. All right, take care. Absolutely. Uh, That's awesome right there. Always circles back to Boston with Josh Applebaum. Always. Uh, When we come back on the program, uh, we're going to get to the development with Giannis uh, in that series. we got new series uh, prices here for the Bucks. Hawks is next. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Be sure to have that state-issued ID. Open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today. And uh, Josh, uh, the Atlanta Hawks, Milwaukee Bucks series has turned. Uh, certainly, we got injuries to the stars, the superstars involved. So, Trey Young on one side with a bone bruise. Uh, we don't have confirmation on the injury to Giannis yet, um, but we've seen a shift uh, as this series is now tied 2 2. Uh, we have the series prices now for Milwaukee minus 125, uh, Atlanta plus 105. Your thoughts? Yeah, so my thoughts first, Pritch, you know, we're playing this waiting game. This is what we have to do. I thought we were we were done with this during the regular season, Pritch, and we had to wait on guys' load management and whether or not they'd be in or not. Remember, we had our 6 p.m. rule, not betting a game prior to knowing who's in and who's out. Right. And you're kind of seeing some overlap here, Pritch, because, again, will Trey Young play? Will Giannis play? You know, I don't know. I don't have any, uh, you know, like injury concerns. I don't have the x-rays in front of me, Pritch. Uh, I'm not a doctor, but, uh, you know, I think 
you would you would tend to believe that Trey Young, if either of these two are going to play, maybe Trey Young would be in a better situation just because he set out the last game. So he has more time to recover mm-hmm. for this next team. And, and maybe you get him back for this next game with Giannis. I don't know. You know, sometimes injuries look terrible and the guy's fine. Sometimes they look bad and they are bad. So we're gonna have to wait on that. I think if you're looking at the Giannis severity, the fact that these futures odds have moved so much, that kind of leads me to believe that, you know, the odds makers are saying, hey, this this is really uh, could be a serious injury here that's going to affect these futures because they have a lot of money on the line when it comes to futures. So if you see a move like that, usually it's for good reason. But Pritch, just early thoughts on the game tomorrow. You're seeing movement here toward the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. A lot of these books open at home. Bucks three-point favorite, expecting that probably Giannis won't play. And automatically, a lot of these threes are down to two and a half. I see some two and a halves even down to two. So automatically, as soon as this line was released, you had Hawks plus three money, Hawks plus two and a half money. If you still like the Hawks and you want to get a two and a half, you may want to jump on it sooner rather than later because it looks like it may go down to two. And also, Pritch, you know this, Atlanta, six and three ATS is a road dog this postseason. They've done very well in this spot. And you got to imagine when Trey Young is out, you could fold your tent and say, we don't have our star. We're not, you know, we got no shot here tonight. Maybe if Giannis doesn't get hurt, they lose all of they got off to a good start anyway. But what I'm getting at is if you can win a game like that in the playoffs without your star player, think of how confident all these other players are going into this next game. I think that bodes well for Atlanta. And then Pritch, real quick, if you want to ride this under train with me, <laughs> automatic money to the under here, 217 okay. down to around 216. And we have seen the under go three and one this series so far. Yeah, one thing uh, that was revealing to me is that the Hawks stepped up uh, without Trey Young. I mean, they shared the rock a lot more, uh, got people involved, and they were more confident uh, knowing that their superstar was out. I mean, Milwaukee has not had to go uh, a significant amount of time without Giannis. And uh, they don't share the rock. I mean, it's a lot of times it's ISO basketball there. So uh, if you ask me who can adjust to the situations without the superstars, uh, who can adjust better it would be the Hawks at this point. I think it's a great point by you, Pritch, because, again, Hawks didn't have Young, and they stepped up and won the game last night. Mm-hmm. I liken it a little bit to the Clippers. The Clippers lost, uh, obviously, uh, Kawhi Leonard, and maybe he'll come back for the finals if they make it. Maybe he won't come back. We don't know. But I like a team that has already, you know, has, has missed their star player and proven to you that they can uh, maybe, uh, maybe you know, keep rolling here overall. So I like that they know what it's like missing Trey Young, uh, whereas you mentioned the Bucks, They don't know what it's like without Giannis. You saw it yesterday for the second half of that game. It wasn't pretty. So, again, the Hawks are, are feeling the momentum. Uh, to me, it makes a lot of sense why a lot of those plus threes for tomorrow right. are already down to two and a half and two. Do you cap coaches at all? Or I mean, you strictly sharp line movement because, I mean, you're looking at Budenholzer on one side and then uh, Nate McMillan on the other side here. I lean McMillan here, okay. Rich. Yeah, Coach Coach Bud. I feel like he's a, <laughs> you know, he always gets uh, knocked around there on Twitter and criticized quite a bit. Uh, you thought really this was his year. And then, of course, this Giannis injury throws a wrench into it. But uh, I'm, I like Nate, Nate McMillan. Remember, they were really struggling this year. They fired their coach. They brought in McMillan and they right. ripped off. Their whole season changed when he became the coach. So you like that a former player, you know, tough player, uh, maybe gives them that mindset of, hey, no Trey Young. We still got a lot of guys in this locker room. We can make this interesting. So uh, maybe you're playing with a little, little house money there with McMillan. Yeah, I still want to know how they did it. Uh, Scott Hastings is going to be on the program. Former NBA player, won a championship with the Bad Boys, 89-90. Uh, get his perspective. That's coming up in hour number two. How did the Hawks do it? How did the Clippers even do it as they got back into their series as well? Uh, but coming up next on the program, Josh Applebaum's favorite segment. Uh, neither, either, or both uh, when it comes to player props. That's coming up next.
have a new feature on vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games, which is sure to give you a betting edge. And, of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today. Uh, Josh, here we go. Uh, either, neither, or both uh, NBA player props. Uh, let's start with uh, PG, Paul George here. Um, 10 plus rebounds uh, is minus 175, uh, or three plus three pointers uh, is minus 175. Uh, so when it comes to these player props right there with Paul George, either, neither, or both. Yeah, so I'm going to go either, and I'm going to go the rebounds here, Pritch. So okay. both prices minus 175. So if you're looking for a likelihood of, you know, one price being a little higher or a little lower, you know, the books are telling you, you know, technically you have the same odds of cashing both. So we can't really read the tea leaves and say one's more likely than the other. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to go rebounds. You know, I was looking at a lot of box scores, Pritch, and, uh, you know, looking at what Paul George has done recently, especially missing Zubat. His rebounding has really ticked up here in the last few games. Right. Last, last three games, he's had 13 boards, 16 boards, and 15 boards. Uh, I like his three-point shooting as well, but if you look at his box scores throughout the series, he can be kind of erratic sometimes. He can really light it up. You know, he went seven for 15. He went three for 11, three for six. But he also has some kind, sometimes he has an off-night shooting from from uh, from down deep. Like, he had a one for nine uh, two games ago. He had a one for eight uh, four games ago. So, uh, again, the erratic or nature of of not knowing whether he'll have a good shooting night or bad to me the value play would, here would be going rebounding because it's been more consistent the last three games. Uh, so I would go, I'd go rebounds here minus 175 with Paul George. No, I, I like that too. I mean, that's probably a more consistent pick for him. Uh, three plus three pointers. Uh, I mean, he's got to attack the hoop. Uh, it, it worked for him. I, I think it opened up his offense too, uh, Josh. So just kind of unle unleashing that or unlocking uh, that type of information for a player that wants to be a superstar, hearing the credits, right? And that he's not a superstar. He's not consistent enough. Uh, but if he puts together another performance like he did in the previous game, uh, I, I think he'll quiet those people down big time. How about this next one? Uh, Devin Booker, a double-double is plus 650 or 40 plus points is plus 550, either, neither, or both for Devin Booker? So I'm going to go neither here, Pritch. Okay. Obviously, it would be great to cash a plus 650, a plus 550, but you got to ask yourself, why are these odds uh, such a great payout? It's because they're kind of unlikely to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the way I view, kind of sometimes view these numbers. But uh, just kind of going through Devin Booker's game log here, Pritch, you know, number one, um, in terms of double-doubles, he really hasn't done it in a while. He did it in game one. He had 40 points and 13 rebounds. But really, he's averaging about five rebounds a game. He's getting you about, you know, five assists around there. You can count on him for some scoring. Uh, but really, double-double hasn't been his game overall. Uh, you look at the 40-plus point games, again, he's only done it once this series. That was his big game one when Chris Paul was out. Uh, so to me, Booker is a guy that you love on the floor. He can do a lot of different things for you. But both of these props, I think, are are priced so high for a reason that they're unlikely to happen. So I'm going to pass on both, Pritch. Uh, I don't I don't think either of these happen tonight. Okay, good choices right there. I mean, um, pre-mask, Devin Booker, uh, he was off the charts. Now, with the mask, uh, it's kind of challenging uh, to bet Devin Booker from a player prop standpoint. I mean, at least that's how I'm looking at it right now. No, it's a great point by you, Pritch, because, again, and you know this, Pritch, you are, you are a former pro athlete. 
you know, as an athlete, uh, again, I can only go back to high school, Pritch. You know, that's as far as my playing career went. Uh, but you're you're a, you're an animal of a routine, and if you're doing things the same way for so long, and then something changes, there's an adjustment period. So mm-hmm. when your view of the of the rim is just right in front of you, you know, clear as day, and now you gotta you know worry about this mask, how it feels, maybe it fogs up, it slides off your face, that can cause a bit of an issue here. So that's a great point by you. Uh, you know, Booker's had a couple of games to adjust to it. But still, he might be thrown out of his his normal routine here. I think that might be why you've seen a little downturn in, in his point scoring recently. Yeah, I think it's bothering him, frustrating him a little bit, too, that the game's just not coming natural. Uh, we'll see what happens, though. Maybe he might be used to it by uh, tonight's game as well. How about Chris Paul? 15-plus uh, assist uh, is plus 900. Um, a game goes to overtime is plus 900. Uh, right here, Josh. Either, neither, or both. Yeah, so I'm going to go neither, but if you're making me pick one, just for just for the fun of the show here, Pritch, I'll lean overtime. Okay. Um, anytime you see, uh, and again, will it happen, will it not? You know, we're going to have to wait and see. But anytime the odds makers throw out a pick em game to you, what are they saying? They're saying that these teams are very evenly matched. They're, they're right down the middle. Obviously, you typically get three points uh, advantage for home court advantage. So the fact that this is right on the number, even though the Clippers are at home, you'd say on a neutral court, the Suns should be favored by a couple. Uh, but again, right down the middle, anytime, uh, you know, you, you look at a pick the odds makers are telling you it could be a very evenly matched game. And what does that mean when you take it to the next level, Pritch? It means that maybe after regulation, you're tied. Maybe you need overtime. Maybe there's a game of runs both ways. But in the end, you kind of go back to the mean of this being a very evenly matched game tonight. So I'll take a shot on overtime, Pritch. You know, I kind of say I don't really like either, but uh, for the fun of the show, give me overtime. For, well, for you know, it's interesting to look at it that way. Like betting, Josh, has opened my eyes to a lot of things. And so, okay, let's look at uh, the even number games in the series. Game two, uh, that came down to that miracle shot uh, inbound pass. And then, okay, you had Aiton. Uh, game four, they set basketball back uh, a few years, uh, 84-80. Now you're going into game six. I mean, is overtime outside the realm of possibility? I say no. I say no as well, Pritch. <laughs> I agree with you. And again, just from the standpoint of why it's a pick number. So I'm right. telling you it's going to be close here. I think that's what uh, you're really banking on. And then uh, my reason for not picking Chris Paul, even though I- I'm a huge Chris Paul fan, but he hasn't gone over 14 assists since a long time, Pritch. It was actually uh, the second game against Denver. He had 15 assists. They won that game 123 to 98. So since that time, he's at 8, 7, 12, 7, 8. Again, he's averaging you about 9 assists, 10 assists around there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll bank on the overtime and, and see if we can hit this one. He's got a lot to prove, too. I mean, nobody's really uh, talking about the fact that he's never been to an NBA Finals. I mean, he had a chance to close it out, uh, did not do that. If they blow it again, uh, maybe people might chirp up a little bit about Chris Paul, uh, and then he'll start to feel that. I mean, that has to be some pressure out there. I agree with you, Pritch. And again, you know, theoretically, whether a guy wins a title or not, you know, we still know Chris Paul is a great player. But mm-hmm. when you're getting older in age, Pritch, it's about legacy. So I think that's a huge motivating factor for Chris Paul. And this may be one of the best shots that he gets with this healthy Suns team overall and a young star like Booker. They just have all the pieces. And, and really, you know, Chris Paul was the missing piece. We saw him in the bubble, Pritch. You know, what they go? 8-0. and They didn't make right. the playoffs, but you saw something building. Now you get Chris Paul. These chances don't come around a lot, Pritch. I, I already missed Tom Brady. When is that going to back the Super Bowl? I don't know. 
Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, maybe we'll answer that at some point. Uh, but Chris Paul, I think he's up against it. They got Aiton, uh, a budding star, but Devontae, uh, Devin Booker, certainly he is a star. But uh, now you just got to look at Chris Paul. Can he be the difference maker? Uh, and I think some pressure is mounting there a little bit. Uh, let's get to the National Football League. Maybe some optimism for second-year quarterbacks. Uh, we'll go over their uh, passing yards totals uh, and see how we feel about uh, these situations with these second-year quarterbacks. It's coming up next. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. $1 wager on the Clippers or Suns into 100 with Bedham Jim. If either team hits a three, just use bonus code VSEND100 when you sign up with the King of Sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BedhamJim.com for more details and make sure to use promo code VSEND100. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BedhamJim.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Uh, located in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan. New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Washington, D.C., Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan. Disassociated persons, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 
1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line 800-889-9789 in Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today. And Josh, in the National Football League, I wonder how optimistic uh, we are or could be here for second-year quarterbacks. So uh, here's the list. Um, you got Justin Herbert, uh, Joe Burrow, uh, Tua, and, and Jalen Hurts, right? And so their passing yards um, totals vary. Uh, which one uh, would you want to bet over or even under? Let's pick out one guy. Uh, to bet over or under their passing yard props. Uh, Justin Herbert, 4,650 and a half yards and uh, 4,250 and a half for Burrow, Tua, 3,850 and a half, uh, and then Jalen Hurts, uh, 3,800 and a half. Yeah, so Pritch, I think, you know, on the first, on the one hand, you know, Herbert to me, it's a chalky play, but I do lean over for Herbert. You know, he threw for, 4,336 yards last year in his rookie year. Uh, this not, uh, line for this upcoming season is 4,650 and a half. So can he throw you, you know, 300 more yards than last year? I think that's very doable. You got to expect uh, going into year two, he feels much more acclimated. He had a great rookie year. Uh, you really fortified that offensive line as well. I think that could really give him more time to make more plays down the field. So it is chalky, but if you're asking me, can, can you know, Herbert throw for 300 more yards than last year? I think that is doable. But my play here, Pritch, will be Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow has kind of been an undervalued spot. I feel like that that 4250 and a half number right there for passing yards might be a little bit low. Remember, he threw for 2688 last year as a rookie and really looked great at the beginning of the year until he had that really bad knee injury. And really, everything you're seeing right now is that he's playing well. Uh, you know, he looks good in the offseason. His knee has recovered. I also read an article yesterday about he was talking about his connection with Jamar Chase, how they picked up right where they left off there at LSU. So you're adding, um, you know, obviously a big deep uh, deep threat weapon. You got some uh, some good leftover, you know, Boyd and uh, as well as uh, T Higgins there for for his wideout. So I'm, I, I I like the the chalky Herbert over. Mm -hmm. but my play would be Joe Burrow and also Pritch. You got to imagine they're going to be down in a lot of these games and he's going to be throwing the ball a lot in the second half. So I'll take a shot on Joe Burrow year two recovering from an injury, getting his sidekick there, Chase uh, in the fold. I'll go over Burrow. Okay, pretty good injury right there. Or pretty bad injury, uh, depending how you look at it right there. Uh, the severity of it anyway for Joe Burrow. Uh, 42.50 and a half to go over. And the, the aspect that I'm looking at or the angle I'm looking at too, Josh, is uh, these second-year quarterbacks, the league kind of catches up to them a little bit. Uh, you got a new coaching situation out there with Justin Herbert. Uh, same coaching situation for Burrow. Um, Tua. It's interesting to me in terms of under, perhaps, because they got two offensive coordinators. Uh, and one of those guys was offense coordinator or at least uh, involved with the Tim Tebow experiment out there in Denver. Uh, now, I'm not suggesting uh, Tua is Tim Tebow, but it's a left-handed quarterback. And, and I know how coordinators, they just don't like left-handed quarterbacks. Uh, so 38.50 and a half is intriguing to me to go under for Tua. I'm with you, Pritch. That's actually the third one I would have mentioned to it to the under, you know, uh, and it, it's not rocket science here. Yeah. I, I do expect to, uh, to, you know, progress and probably uh, feel, uh, you know, more like he's, he knows what he's doing year two, obviously, you know, uh, you got to be at least a little more confident in what you did last year. Uh, and again, he won some games last year, Pritch, but, and again, his number of games played was lower. Remember he didn't go in until what week seven, mm -hmm. week eight, whenever that was uh, he threw for 1,814 yards, but, I just don't think Tua throwing for 300 yards a game is really, that's not who he is. And yeah. again, uh, you know, he's a guy who can scramble, who can move with his feet, who can, uh, you know, dump it off to different players. I don't, he's not a huge deep threat type guy. So 
Uh, if you're expecting to cash this over, I think you're expecting him to be a different player than who he is. So I would lean under right there with you, Pritch. You know, uh, to me, uh, it looks a little bit high, that 3,800. Mm -hmm. I'd go under. Uh, 3,800 uh, and a half for Jalen Hurts. Any thoughts on him at all? Ooh, that's a tough one. He threw for a thousand, a thousand and sixty-one yards last year. Again, didn't get until late in the season. Right. I mean, I, I don't have a play either way. I guess I'd lean a little bit over just from the fact of, you know, you got some weapons there. You're adding Devonta Smith. Uh, this is a guy that you know played in that system in Oklahoma, where he, you know, kind of threw the ball everywhere, all around the field. So maybe that's another team where they're down quite a bit, and he's got to throw the ball. I actually like kind of these quarterbacks on bad teams that will be down a lot and they're going to have to get these garbage yards. Well, like when you're playing fantasy, Pritch, mm -hmm, right. the guy you're going up against, the guy's down, you know, this team's down by 20, but he gets up, you know, 100 yards uh, in, in the fourth quarter because it's meaningless. Maybe that's where Jalen Hurts feasts there with that prop. Okay, so that was optimism or, or not uh, for second-year quarterbacks. Uh, how about quarterbacks, same face, new place? So we had some movement with quarterbacks. Uh, Matthew Stafford's out in L.A. with the Rams now. 47 and a half passing yards for uh, Stafford. How about Jared Goff, 41, 50 and a half passing yards uh, Fitzmagic, 3,900 and a half. And Carson Wentz, 3,800 and a half, uh, Josh. So uh, same face, new place, uh, over, under passing yards uh, here for these quarterbacks. I kind of like the Stafford over, Pritch. I know it's kind of high, 4,700 uh, and a half. And again, these numbers you worry about, are they inflated? Are they shaded? But uh, again, my play Stafford to the over, if you're betting him to go over, is teaming up with Sean McVay. You know, when you're a quarterback, uh, who is, has a lot of, you know, a lot of mileage on, uh, in, you know, on a, a lot of tread on the tire, Pritch, but also <laughs> a lot of experience being in the league quite a long time. And now you can link up with, you know, a lot of people consider a, an offensive-minded genius like McVay. I think he's going to get a lot out of Stafford. I think that's kind of a match made in heaven there. So uh, yeah, I guess your one worry is, you know, they want to run the ball. Cam Akers is a guy I'm high on over there. You know, do they get up and, and don't have as much of a reason mm -hmm. to throw the ball late? Just run, you know, run the ball to the clock if, if we expect the Rams to be a good team like they are, I think they're uh, top five uh, Super Bowl futures here, Pritch. So that would be your one concern. But I do like Stafford teaming up with McVay. I think he could have a career year. Okay. You know what, Josh? We have a lot of neon light signs out here. Uh, Jared Goff is a neon to me right now. 41.50 and a half <laughs> with Detroit. Anthony Lynn's the offensive coordinator. I mean, is, is that Ooh. not screaming under right now or, or not? So that's a tough one for me, Pritch. So my angle for that one would be, so let's see, threw for 3,952 last year. His, his over-under, this kind of, you know, 4,150. So he'd have to, uh, you know, get better or outperform or improve about by like 200 yards there. My thing is, what if the Lions are always down and he's just chucking up the ball? He has three <laughs> interceptions, but he throws for 350 yards. That would be my one concern. What if he uh, becomes again, Matthew if, Stafford, basically? <laughs> exactly. Right, right. Yeah, and again, you can learn from the best there, Pritch. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, obviously you're getting Penny Sewell, you know, you decent uh, offensive lineman there. You don't have many weapons there uh, overall. But what if he's just chucking up the ball because they're always down and he gets a lot of these garbage yards that we just spoke about? So that would be my one concern. But you are right. That does seem a little high. How about uh, running back rushing totals? Uh, Mixing uh, 1,000 and a half. All of them are 1,000 and a half yards, uh, Josh. Uh, 17 regular season games. Sanders, Miles Sanders, uh, Antonio Gibson, uh, Najee Harris as well. Yeah, this is interesting because all, you have four players all with the same exact over-under rush yards. So that creates to me, a lot of value, depending on your perception of these players. So I'm going to go Antonio Gibson here, Pritch. Okay. I really like this player. He ran for 795 yards in his rookie year. He was a round three pick from Memphis. And I watched a lot of a lot of football team games, and this guy was electric when he was in there. So again, I think that was a really smart draft pick by them, getting a guy like that in the third round. 
just kind of goes to show you, you know, bet, you know, taking a first round pick on a running back, unless they're, you know, uh, you know, an all world, a Barry Sanders type guy, you can find these guys later in the draft, but I think he can make a big leap. He had a great rookie year. Uh, I think that offensive line still pretty decent there in Washington. They obviously added Ryan Fitzpatrick here, but uh, give, give me Antonio Gibson to go over a thousand and a half yards. I like what I saw from his rookie year. And I expect him to be even better this year. Do you think um, most people are going to look at 17 regular season games and running backs and make it difficult to go under a uh, thousand yards? That's a really good point. So we got to remember, and that Pritch, that's a great point by you because we got to think about, you know, last year to this year, getting an extra game. This mm -hmm. is what as betters we're going to have to get acclimated to because a lot of the things that we've been used to basing everything off a 16 game season. Now it's a little bit different. My one concern would be Pritch. You know, running back, it's such an, a, a health-related position right. where these guys take such a beating. And what if Joe Mixon, you know, has 600 yards in his first five games and then tears his ACL, God forbid. It's just a position like that. Sometimes with these quarterback props, it's a little safer because the league protects them uh, and you expect them to, unless it's a bad injury, you know, make it through the whole schedule. With these running backs, it's really related on health. And I think that's the one thing you hold your breath with these, with these props. You really don't want to bet a guy over uh, and have to be worried about an injury that kind of derails the season. Yeah, I mean, offensive line issues too. I'm looking at Najee Harris, and I mean, I don't, I don't know where Steelers are going to get an offensive line. We, we talked about um, Burrow and offensive line issues. Okay, Mixon's going to have to run behind that offensive line. Uh, but it, it's, it gets intriguing, though, because it's just 60 yards a game uh, for a running back if they can last 17 regular season games. Yeah, it's a great point, Pritch. And again, so in your head, when you think about it, it seems <laughs> right. doable, right? Yep. Uh, but again, I'm with you on Harris. I, I love this guy coming out of Alabama. I will always love Najee Harris because he cashed me a great prop bet on draft day. First running back selected, Pritch. So it's funny as betters, we have these sentimental attach attachments to these players if they cash you a bet. Uh, but I agree with you. A porous offensive line. They just let go David DeCastro. They brought in, uh, I forgot who they got to replace him, but um, again, a porous offensive line, Harris, a thousand, that seems high. Mixon's coming off an injury. I like Miles Sanders a lot, but mm -hmm. he's had injury concerns. That's why to me of the four, if you're making me pick one, I'm going a young, healthy, uh, young player like Gibson to take that leap into year two. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if they can make that leap uh, for sure. Uh, Trey Turner is going to replace, uh, Castro uh, right. out there. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, they still got to get it done though. Um, and then also you got so many college concepts coming into the national football league half the league. They don't even have fullbacks uh, anymore out there for lead blockers too, making it more difficult for running backs uh, there. Josh, uh, that'll do it for hour. Number one, hour. Number two, we start um, with some updates, uh, uh, some market insights from Josh Applebaum, as well as Scott, Scott Hastings. Uh, he's going to be on the program in hour. Number two, that's next. BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility.